as I welcome in Mark Morgan, Strategic Account Manager, Municipal Services for Casella Waste Systems. Mark, always a pleasure to have you in here. Good morning. Thanks for coming back for today, January the 25th. When you think of January, what do you think of? Well, usually I think of snow, um, but looking outside, that is not what we're seeing. Um, but we hear a lot of people talking about resolutions, um, you know, thinking about what is 2024 going to look like and what am I going to look like in 2024? Or what am I going to change? What am I going to do? Am I going to travel? Things of that nature. How am I looking? Am I looking okay? You're looking sharp this morning. So are you, my friend. You're looking (laughs) great. So what are you talking? New Year's resolutions when it comes to recycling? Absolutely. Um, You know, people will set all kinds of resolutions. And Forbes Health did a survey recently of a 1,000 Americans. And nearly half say that they're going to uh, focus on fitness. Um, That's a considerable amount of people out there who are going to focus on fitness. But what we're suggesting is that we... uh, redirect maybe some easier changes, changes in habits and things of that nature, Um, prioritizing recycling education. Um, Municipalities can go a long way, Uh, businesses can go a long way in letting their their residents and staff know just what is and isn't recyclable. Um, There's a lot of confusion out there which is unfortunate, um, but it's not all that complicated. Um, If you don't know when in doubt, throw it out. Um, so that would go a long way to help with uh, with recycling in 2024. Also, finding a food waste alternative. Recently, we launched Food Cycler in Mansfield, and recently we launched it just kind of open to folks. So if they're interested in finding out more, <clears throat> check out casella.com slash food cycler on how you can uh, divert food waste in 2024. Um Increase what I reuse. Uh, last time I was here, we, we talked about reuse uh, and uh, reusable coffee mugs and things of that nature and how that um, that can go a long way. And, and Wayno's got his reusable mug this morning. Pardon me while I take a sip. And then also uh, limiting some of the single-use products that we use, like straws and disposable coffee cups. Um, well, my little thing here does have a straw, but it's a reusable straw. Right. It is... Not a single use, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so I get straight A's. I'm doing okay. You always point. get straight A's, Wayne. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, there's some things i got to talk to you about. But on the, do, you, do you think a lot of people, when they're doing their New Year's resolutions, they put recycling on that resolutions list? Is I, that I don't know that people are, are really thinking about that. Um, I know that but they should. They should consider it. I, environmental issues, climate change, you hear about it a lot in the news. Um, it's a big conversation locally um you know eastern connecticut state university has a climate action plan Uh, a lot of communities are looking at uh, resilience plans to address flooding and and issues like that and i know it seems like a far stretch when you're talking about waste issues but they can have a uh, an effect on on how the world functions side trip can you tell me more about eastern's climate action plan what are some of the goals of that so there's Within their climate action plan is waste issues, uh, reducing their the amount of waste they produce, increasing recycling, uh, increasing diversion, uh, educating the students. And actually, in line with that, next Tuesday, I'll be speaking with Chelsea from Click 
at Eastern Connecticut on a panel discussion focused on waste reduction and, and uh, waste issues. Okay, let us know. What are you going to say? What's the gist of your message? The gist of my message is really a simple one that um, just think about your, your waste choices. Um, it's really, we live in a very convenient world, uh, and sometimes those convenience um, have an impact on the amount of waste we end up throwing away in the dumpster. Uh, so just ask people to think. Who is better at recycling? Adults or their offspring? Meaning the kids. Are the, do the kids get the message? The kids are really fed the message at schools, uh, for sure. Um, and they they see it. And, you know, young people seem to be more receptive to new ideas. Um, older folks, you know, sometimes it's hard to make changes and understand what appears to be a complex system. Um, it's really not complicated. But there are some people who are really passionate in, in both groups, uh, you know, who seem to to be champions all right so for the folks who are getting your message about resolutions new year's resolutions that pertain to 2024 where should they start what's the most important part of recycling that people should think of well i think um recycling correctly is a great place to start um you know if somebody's thinking i I really hope this is a recyclable material, or I'm not quite sure. Um, we ask that people do a little research and get educated. Check out their town's website. Go to casella.com. Uh, check out what's recyclable in your area so that you're making sure that what you're putting in your recycling cart or recycling bin is correct. It's a simple way to start. And conversely, what's the biggest mistake people make when it comes to recycling? So uh, they make assumptions, assumptions like all plastic um, is acceptable in my recycling bin. Um, only plastic containers, bottles, cans, jars, and jugs, those are the recyclable materials that go in your recycling bin. Things like grocery bags um, are recyclable, but they don't go in your bin. Those can be taken back to retailers here locally. Some of the grocery stores have bins uh, for your grocery bags, that's where they go. You'd be the guy to ask about this. The bottle bill has now increased the recycling amount from $0.05 cents to $0.10. Cents. From what you've seen, from what you've heard, do you think that's had an effect of these first three and a half weeks of the year? I, I think it's too soon. Um, and Oregon did something recently, uh, changing the, the deposit <laughs> and just how that has an effect uh, on the uh, the returnables so it, that'll be that'll remain to be seen um, some of the challenges with that is um, there's locally as far as bringing bottles and cans back <laughs> it's not as available and uh, so one of the things that uh, we encourage folks to do is your recycling cart is always available so those bottles and cans if you can't find a returnable location, feel free to put those in your uh, your blue recycling cart. Will there be more added to that down the road? Um, I'm not sure about that. Um, there's always that hope, but uh, as I mentioned, the the Casella recycling bins, you know, accept all of those materials together right at the curb. 
Yeah, but you don't give a dime back, though. <laughs> That's true. That is true. Um, so there are some who uh, feel pretty strongly about that, but uh, you don't. Al you also don't have to drive long distances to uh, to divert that material. What else is on your New Year's resolution list? So this year, um, for us locally, some of the things that we're really excited about in 2024 is uh, we're automating collection in Putnam, which means that we won't be picking stuff up by hand. We're going to be using carts. Uh, that increases safety, reduces windblown litter, uh, and, uh, and actually reduces costs up in Putnam. Is that coming here? Uh, we already do that here in Willimantic. Uh, so Putnam is one of the last communities in eastern Connecticut that, that offers curbside and has manual collection. So we'll be doing that. Um, as I mentioned, we'll be um, we'll be doing a, a talk next week at Eastern. Um, we've also got some exciting facility upgrades planned in 2024 for our recycling facility. In a few weeks, we're going to be at Fire and Ice up in Putnam. We're really excited about that opportunity. Um, in March, we'll be in the at the Special Olympics, helping them with their swim meet, and just really looking forward to seeing folks out and about in 2024. Now, what about you, Mark? Do you have any resolutions when it comes to recycling in 2024? Ah, I got him on that one. <laughs> Aha, I think we do pretty good. I, we uh, and maybe I'm too boastful about it. I don't know. We. Uh, We've done the food cycler in the last six months, and that's had a huge effect on the amount of material we throw away. I, we're shocked. Um, we do the, the plastic bag recycling at the local grocery store. Um, we've learned that we can recycle things like potato chip bags at the local food co-op here in Willimantic. Um, the things that we're looking at at my house is more reuse, uh, buying in bulk at the Willimantic co-op and just refilling containers. Oh, you got me on that potato chip bag thing. Tell me more about that. So I I guess you can bring your empty potato chip bags to the Willimantic Food Co-op. They've got several bins in the front where you can recycle a variety of kind of oddball items like, you know, mouthwash bottles and toothpaste tubes and things like that. Certainly check it out first before you start collecting them. But uh, there are some local options that are a little unique. Does that just go to potato chip bags? What about like Doritos bags? Aren't they the same yeah. basic consistency? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, those types of bags. So um, it goes to a, through a program called TerraCycle, um, which is a company that we've partnered with for some other recycling in uh, northern Vermont. But uh, they take those bags and remake them into something new. Does Casella do any kind of analysis on which towns or which regions do the best job? And conversely, which ones need a little bit more education, like maybe radio morning interviews? <laughs> we do, um, on occasion, we will look at things, you know, as things kind of crop up. We look at loads um, of recyclables to see just how contaminated loads are and it gives us a sense of where we need to put some emphasis and uh, communities we need to focus on as far as education goes so we do that um, and then come up with a plan to improve that what is showing up in those blue recycling bins that shouldn't be there so a really obvious one 
is garbage. Literally garbage. Um, people are putting trash bags in there, and it's it's really costly to the community. So um, removing non-recyclables is important, but seeing literally bags of garbage in the recycling bin, um, we just ask that people do it right. I'm guessing someone that does that is going to get a knock on the door. As you know, the the technology is changing. And those focuses are changing. So there is that potential that, you know, if if it continues, they may get passed by if their material is too contaminated. Um, So our drivers keep an eye on it. And our drivers have tablets in the trucks to take photographs of contaminated loads, uh, send it back to our office where we can reach out to the community uh, to get things addressed. From Casella's standpoint, when people have their stuff picked up, the trash goes there. A, where does that trash eventually wind up? And B, where does the recyclable stuff wind up? So Connecticut is predominantly um, an incineration state. So there are several waste-to-energy incinerators in Connecticut where general household trash is collected and delivered to um, a waste of energy facility here in Connecticut. That waste is burned to produce electricity. It's pretty simple. Um, other items like furniture, what are called bulky wastes, items that don't typically fit in a garbage bag. Um, it might include an old deck, a kiddie pool, things of that nature. Um, that gets managed completely differently. Um, unfortunately, there aren't disposal options for that in Connecticut and need to be shipped out of state. Um, at our facility here in Willimantic, we go through that material and pull out items like cardboard and wood uh, to reduce the amount of material that has to be disposed of. Mark, flash me back to your years, your career at Casella, and how things have changed. What were things like especially when it comes to recycling, when you first began with the company, to how we do it here, not just in eastern Connecticut, but throughout the whole Casella territory? I think one of the biggest things is is how we collect that recyclables. You know, there was a time when um, recyclables were collected at the curb, what was known as curb sort. And we hear a lot of people, Maybe not a lot of people, but we hear people. I was at a, a recent senior center presentation with Mayor Tom DeVivo, and somebody asked, it was so much easier when we could just sort at the curb, and it actually wasn't easier. It, um, it required a lot of sorting, and if things weren't done correctly, the driver had to correct that. The driver spent a lot of time per stop. There was a lot of heavy lifting. Now we use you know, a robotic arm to lift those carts, there's fewer um, injuries, there's fewer back accidents, and, uh, you know, there's fewer broken glass bottles on the road. You know, there's a lot of benefit to the system as it is today. It's, it's faster, it's safer, uh, and much improved. So, recapping as we end here today, from come stands to uh, recycling and New Year's resolutions, what's the number one thing you want people to think of and do? I'd really like people to, you know, get educated. Visit the Casella.com website. Visit your community's website. Talk with your local transfer station operator um, and understand what's acceptable and what's not. 
<coughs> excuse me, and then make those changes. New Year's resolutions from Mark Morgan, Strategic Account Manager, Municipal Services at Casella Waste Systems. Mark, always good to see you, my friend. Thanks for coming in today. Good seeing you, Wayne. 14 WILI Willimantic, 95.3 FM.